Welcome to the Fruitful Faith Women on Mission podcast. This podcast is created for purpose-driven women just like you who crave more. On the Fruitful Faith podcast, you can expect Christ-centered conversations that will help you to cultivate a life that you and He love. We'll be talking about topics that matter, topics that impact your everyday life. We'll talk about anything from how to transition with grace, to what to do when you're overwhelmed, to how to be content and joyful right where God's got you. It's going to be good. Let's dive on in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Fruitful Faith Women on Mission podcast. I am Alexandra Cavill. I'm a certified professional master life coach and the founder of Grace Space Christian Coaching. I'm so excited that you're here. So excited to share another episode with you. So this one is about the topic of getting the most out of your coaching experience. So of course, this is somewhat tailored to current clients, I would say. However, I try to incorporate a good variety though. So it could be applicable even if we're not working together. So if you're in any type of development experience, there are a few different questions and things to think about that hopefully will help you out too. So with no further ado, let's just jump right in and talk about it. Um, Oh, and one other thing to maybe highlight. This one is kind of a fun episode because I've grabbed, it's sort of like a half and half. I've got some of my very best tips and suggestions, and then I pulled some phenomenal clients, um, a few longtime clients, um, and just a few others too, to share what recommendations they would have from you. Um, I think coming from them, someone who's specifically in it or has been in it um, and has found incredible results and takeaways, I wanted to get their opinion and expertise to share with you too. So that's a piece of today as well. Okay. So at, at a high, high level, if I know anything about you, it's that when you invest in yourself, you want it to be worthwhile, right? Your time, your energy, your resources, they're limited and it's important for you to steward them well. Most of the women I know that tune in and that I work with, you guys are just focused um, and what you do and how you spend your time matters. So maybe you have motivation, you have drive to do all the things and do them really well. And if you're going to commit to something, you want to go all in and you want to make it count. So if that sounds like you, I think a lot of this is going to resonate with you today. Okay, so let's dig in. As mentioned, we'll start with some of my um, my tips for you, and then we'll go into some of the clients' tips for you to get the most out of your coaching experience or development in general. <clears throat> okay, so first and foremost, we'll, we'll dig into some that I have for you. The first one is part of part of the grace based Christian coaching coaching process, which is to complete pre coaching and post coaching forms. Um, it is just part of the experience, and I'm so so glad that this is built in. Um, when I was trained, this was a really really important piece of the process, um, and I respected that, and I've built that into GSCC's process. And I remember my coach instructor would share with us to trust the process as, as we were being trained. And I, I love to share that with my clients to trust the process as you are going through your coaching experience, right? Just sort of lean in, enjoy it. And those pre and post forms are part of the process. And in, instead of them being an extra thing to do, I always kind of give the advisor perspective of, just like anything else, you're going to get more out as much out of the experience as you put into it. So I like to recommend to clients to think of these pre and post coaching forms 
as like a coaching diary of sorts. Like use this time, enjoy it, reflect, see what else God has to present to you. Um, sometimes the best work is done in between sessions even, and these pre and post forms can be part of that. I'm not going to go into more of this now because clients have a bit to say on that topic, uh, but just a place to start. All right. There's also a goals template um, that I will share with clients. And so I would recommend having that as a starting point and, or you're really using whatever format works for you, just having somewhere, and this could work for counseling too, even if, if that's where you're at right now to have a running list of things that you want to dig into, um, and see what progress you're making on them. And then I'd also suggest to maybe even building out what are your one year, three year, five year goals. And of course, having them be interconnected um, and just keeping the big picture in mind as you dig into your sessions, I think is going to feel really good for you and be really important to your success. Another way, um, I've got a client and she'll, one of the questions she she's asked which is so good. And I love that her heart is here that I'd love to share with you is how do you know you're walking in the spirit? And if you go into Galatians, it says more about this, but I love using the fruit of the spirit as a way to measure success. So if you are producing the fruit of the spirit, that is a good indicator that you are on the right path. So something to think about as you walk forward in whatever development you're doing. Um, <clears throat> coaching topics too. I've got a coaching topics document, some really popular topics that I'll talk with clients about. If you are ever wondering what else can we dig into? What else is there? That's going to be something you're going to want to access. And then to really simplify it, it's all about what, what is our purpose? What are we supposed to be doing here? It's the great commission and great command, love God and love others. And when in doubt, if we want to dig into those things, that is going to be time well spent. So just something to present and share that could really simplify things. Um, also 360s. So something to look up if you've never heard of this before, but essentially um, a 360, it's something that I, I use quite frequently when I was in human resources in the corporate space is a series of questions. You'll especially use them before a development experience and after to see how you've grown, how you've changed. And you want to ask these questions to people in all different areas of your life. So maybe people in your family, friendships, coworkers, all things like that. Um, and you can create your own, or you can look for a few online and just get, get others opinions on what you do well, um, where your maybe growth areas are, things like that. I would recommend at least if you can have five different responses so that you can see themes, right? That's where you really know maybe someone's onto something when there's a pattern and response. Um, but these are a great tool to help you understand how others are perceiving you and noticing how you're changing. <clears throat> Another idea is to put reminders on the calendar when you're going through your coaching experience. So I know these are kind of all over guys. Hopefully you're tracking with me, um, but just wanted to sort of give you a, a brain dump of some of the very top tools and strategies if you want to get the most out of coaching. <clears throat> okay. So back to it. Reminders on calendar. So, <coughs> so sorry. Okay. So put some reminders on your calendar and think about you know what? I always like to say, make your to-do list, calendarize your to-do list rather. 
So take those um, to-dos that are coming out of your coaching session and put them on your calendar. Have them be um, plugged in so that you have a, a preset place and time to work on whatever it is we talked about. Um, just hit the ground running and don't let something stay stuck on a post-it or, you know, in a notebook, like put it, make, make it happen, make it happen. Another idea is to share, share your goals with others on a regular basis. Again, this is just the idea, the notion of not letting it be an idea, but letting it be a reality and letting it be an action. So besides just, not just, but in addition, I would say to, to having it be part of your coaching experience, something that we'll dig into together, you're going to want to share with trusted friends and family members, colleagues for your greatest chance of success. So that's going to be a really big one. Someone else to encourage you, hold you accountable and all the things. Another tip is praying in between sessions, really bringing your requests, your the hard stuff to God, laying it at his feet, not only letting it be something that you and I talk about, but you and he talk about even more deeply. So journaling your takeaways, your progress, your lessons learned, um, that is a beautiful step too. So whether it be <clears throat> writing it out or praying it out, that is always a really powerful one um, to continue to press in and press on. <clears throat> Another thing, if you are in the six-month coaching package, you have email access to me. So if you ever have questions or anything comes up between sessions, just know you can access me um, and connect that way. Um, and so just know that, that that's an option if you want it. Uh, another thing, if you really want to go above and beyond, take whatever you're reading, um, whatever your Bible studies you're in, books you read, quotes you hear, don't just write them down or take a picture, but maybe like something I like to do is having a recurring calendar invite every month or every quarter and taking time to go through and review those, <clears throat> make them real to you again, apply, consider, like ask yourself, how can I apply this to my life this week? Like make it real. And then a couple of different questions um, <clears throat> that I think are really powerful when you're digging into something, if you want to take a minute to write these down is to ask one, what is my fear here? What is my fear here? When you want to do something big, maybe you're struggling, maybe you're feeling hesitation, just taking a second and think, thinking, what is the underlying fear? Ask, what is this really about? What is this really about? What's at the root of this? What do I really want? And allow yourself the space to process and be open and be genuine about it. Okay. And then I also heard the question asked, you know, how do I go through coaching and not feel overwhelmed with it being something additional? Or how do I not get down on myself if I don't get to the things I've committed to? And that's a very real concern. And so I just want to be open to that. So hopefully all of these tips and tricks and techniques and everything that I just shared, and I'll share more in a moment, what clients had said are going to be beneficial to you. But I've also created a specific episode to address just that. And that's episode 43, addressing common coaching concerns. So that will get all into that specific question. So if you want to, you know, process more on that, check out episode 43 and, and we'll talk more about that. So there you go. Those are some of the tips that I would give if you want to get the very most out of your coaching experience. 
um, or development. And if you're still finding yourself a little bit stuck, maybe it's time to say, you know, I need help. I need support and that's okay. It's, I like to say coaching helps you get further faster. You know, um, it's said that coaching gets you from where you are to where you want to be and Christian coaching specifically gets you from where you are to where God wants you to be. So if it's time to say yes and, and explore and consider working together, let's do it. Um, what, what we would do as a first step is you'd head to gracebasedchristiancoaching.com, click on the book online tab, and then you can apply for a complimentary clarity call. And if you're a fit for, for that call, what we'll do is we'll talk about, you know, where you're at, where you feel like the Lord is leading, what it'd be like to work together and figure out if GSCC is the best fit, um, for you. And, and if you'd be a good fit as a client, so you'd leave with more focus, um, and, and understand what your next step could be. So there you go. There's the first half of the episode. And now I'm, I'm really excited to share with you, well, what are clients saying about all of this? So I've got four different questions and I've got some responses on each. And so let's get into that to see what, what are they saying would be most helpful if you really want to get the most out of your coaching experience. So the first question I had asked as I pulled these ladies, what is, what helps you to get the most out of your coaching experience? Uh, one of them, Kelsey, she said to be prepared. She said spending time reflecting on previous sessions a few days in advance and then thinking about what you want to talk about next. So really, it, it, which can be a little bit different from if you're familiar with counseling, for example, um, you're just showing up and, and going for it, which you know, sometimes that that's okay. But as we think about coaching, we think about action oriented, future focused. And so being prepared really is a big part of the process. If you want to be as successful as possible. Um, Anna, she had said taking notes, taking notes during the session helps her get the most out of the experience. Funny enough, she referenced those pre and post forms again and filling them out and having notes to be able to fill them out effectively and then look back at those pre and post forms as she tries to implement her goals. That's what was powerful for her. And then two more, Amy. I know a lot of you ladies are here through Amy as she shares about coaching quite often through her blog, which is so much fun. And Amy says that writing down what we discuss on calls is what's most effective for her. So again, taking notes, um, keeping a running list of learnings and goals from her, from her sessions, um, following up on progress, challenges, and things like that in a call always helps her as well. So just like she had mentioned there, what we'll do, it's not only, you know, a in next step, as you will, those post and pre-coaching forms, we also address them at the beginning of coaching sessions to really close any gaps or help you continue to, to move forward well. And then last but not least, Emily. Um, sweet Emily, she's out in Australia. I wish she could share this uh, live so you could hear her lovely voice and accent. But Emily says, similar, similar vein to these other ladies is preparation. Spending some time in advance of sessions, identifying and reflecting on what topic would be most helpful to dig into. And then also, you know, maybe it's something big, but taking a minute to think about breaking maybe those big goals down into smaller, more manageable topics. That's been super effective for her as she's worked through her coaching over the years. <clears throat> okay. So another question for these, these women is what have you tweaked along the way that's made your coaching experience even more successful? So Kelsey, she, she regularly looks back at her notes. She saves her pre and post forms in a folder in her email to regularly reflect and check in on them. 
Um, and then even during the coaching session, what I love about her too is, you know, asking for clarification, right? Like maybe I'll ask a question. Um, and I've got another client too, Kristen, who, who does this really well. If maybe a question doesn't land or resonate, you know, just saying, Hey, can you ask that in a different way? Um, and yes, doing that. So I invite that in, right? It's, this is supposed to be custom for you so you can get the very most out of it. So don't be afraid. The door is always open to say, can you ask that differently? Can we approach something differently? Please, 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 please do that if it would be beneficial. Okay. So again, what have you tweaked? That's made your experience even more successful. Anna, um, one of, one of my longest continuing clients, actually, she had said, giving herself more grace, along the way. Um, and what a beautiful thing that is. So, you know, not throwing in the towel, not quitting, but continuing to press in and be persistent, be consistent, persevere. And grace is a part of that. And the breakthroughs she's had because of that and through that have been just stunningly beautiful and celebrating small wins as well. So not just the big stuff, but the little things, the little things that really, that then that's what life is. It makes me think about that quote that our days make up our years and our years make up our lives. Um, and to be able to get good at celebrating the small wins is a game changer. Uh, Amy said she feels like what's been helpful for her is continually tweaking goals and being flexible, being open to what she needs support with or what she's trying to be, um, what she's trying to achieve. And flexibility has made her experience as effective as possible. Uh, and I think that's a really powerful thing too, right? Not being so rigid or married to something and going back to me about trusting the process idea, being open to what comes up, being open to the Holy Spirit's leading and noticing like, oh, okay. Like I thought maybe this was going to be the path we're going to go through for the next um, couple sessions, but like, clearly this is coming up as something else that maybe needs to focus first. Um, and doing that can be really, really fruitful. All right. Next question is what contributes to your success or results in the biggest way? Kelsey sure being committed to the process. Again, using those forms, going back to those pre and post forms can be really powerful if you use them well and taking notes during the session, being open to the Holy Spirit, changing things up. So clearly you might be seeing a pattern here. Anna had said accountability from, from Alexandra and those around me. So again, like we talked about earlier in this episode, sharing goals um, and with other people can be a really powerful process. <clears throat> and then two more, Amy added, ultimately giving her worries, fears, and anxieties up to God. Uh, continually, she says, when she turns to him, casts her stresses on him and leans into his perfect plan. Every time she just has done that with earnestness and humility, something incredible and wonderful has happened in her life, she says. And that undoubtedly was orchestrated by God. <laughs> and it's true. Every time, um, you know, it seems like she's on the edge of something and it's maybe hard or challenging to try something different and try a different approach. And then she surrenders it to the Lord. Breakthrough comes. It's just the most beautiful thing. And so maybe that speaks to you too. Maybe that is your next step. So something to think about there. And then last but not least, sweet Emily. Chia says what's been helpful for her success in the biggest way is committing to the process and trusting the Lord to lead. Um, so again, whatever you're you're into, you're working through, it, there's that theme, trusting God, surrendering, surrendering to God. <clears throat> implementing the strategies that we're talking about. And she makes up a good point to you that you don't see success or growth without hard work. Um, 
and this is true. This is coaching is an action oriented process. There are takeaways, there are strategies, there are commitments. And if you want to see results, you know, it's part, it's committing, it's committing to putting in the work and being consistent with it. So if you do that, this is going to work and it's going to work really, really well for you. Okay. And then two more questions. One is if you were to start fresh again, what would you do differently? Kelsey says not just showing up to a session, but really being open, being open to being challenged by questions, being open to preparing and having just a a healthy mindset that whether in coaching, honestly, or anything, it's going to serve you so well. Um, Anna, back to those preforms, she had said staying even more on top of completing them before and after the session. Amy says, if anything, she wishes she started coaching sooner. So something to think, maybe that's your God wink if you're considering it. Um, starting it sooner is what she wished she would have done, which is um, so fun. And then Emily had said, <clears throat> participating, you know, in the process, well, working out through trial and error, um, being open, like that. Those those are the things that are revolutionary. So maybe it's maybe there's something in your life right now that you're fighting against, and maybe like what if you saw it? Maybe those challenges or roadblocks is not something that is getting in the way, but something that the Lord has placed there with intention. Like what if you embraced them? What might change? So take a second to think about that. And then last but not least is what might be especially helpful for a new client to know so that she can get the most out of her coaching experience. So you know whether you are brand new, you want to start but haven't said yes yet, or you are a client and you have been for a while and you just want to hit reset. These are a few really, really amazing pointers that I would love to share with you. And honestly, I, I'm going to read some of these word for word because the women have just <laughs> wrote them so beautifully and there's, there's not a better way to say them than how they said them themselves. So Kelsey says <clears throat> that remembering not every session will be the same or go the way you expect it to well, it's fantastic. Well, it's prudence of plan, staying open to the Holy Spirit's prompting and Alexander's inquiries. It can take you down a wonderfully expected path. However, to get the most out of it, it requires time and reflection out of the session, more than just five minutes before the next session. Jenna says, knowing, having gone through coaching, sorting through roadblocks has been incredibly beneficial. She said that the coaching process and, and me asking questions to her about how she really feels about things has been revolutionary. It gives her a clear indication of the path that she should walk in her work and her life. So she says to the new client, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to talk through the roadblocks you face because a simple question from Alexandra could unlock the path to walk in. And that's like the beauty of it, right? It's, it doesn't have, coaching doesn't have to be about adding on or extras. It can really be, uh, as my husband loves this phrase, addition by subtraction, helping to simplify, you know, asking that boom, like punchy question to really cut through the clutter and help you to figure out what to focus on. Anna says to take notes during the session and don't be afraid to be open and honest with Alexandra. So I guess a theme there too. Um, and I will say part of my my heart for grace-based Christian coaching is to create a judgment-free zone. Like we are all sinful humans who fall short. 
Um, we all need God and his glory and his grace and his mercy. Um, and so just creating this, this space, this judgment-free zone for you to lay it all out on the table and for us to make sense of it all. Like that, that is my heart for you through this. She says to understand that achieving goals in your faith life, it's not completely up to you. Release control to God to help you. So again, that that's come up a few times, hasn't it, today? Uh, Amy, she says, Alexandra is the real deal and has the ability and gift to tap into your dreams and ask just the right questions to help you learn more about yourself and achieve them with grace and God. Sometimes you just need someone with a fresh God-centered perspective to help you figure out whatever you're worried about and hold you accountable for all that you want to work towards. And I think it's important for new clients to trust that Alexandra can and will be the person for them coming from someone who's worked with her consistently for over three years now. So that that's what, what that's Amy's heart behind it all. And, and maybe that resonates with you. And last but not least, Emily mentions, come with an open heart and a grateful spirit. Meaningful change and growth is absolutely possible, but you have to be willing to do the work. The Lord has led you here for a reason. So be open, be honest about where you're at, what's holding you back and how you can change. So again, if you're going to go all in, like, let's go all in commit to it. This is a safe space. Um, and you can trust that myself and God will meet you here and use it for good. And I just can't wait to see what is on the other side for you. And so there you have it. The very best tips for getting the most out of your coaching experience directly for myself and clients too. So I hope something stood out for you here. I pray that at least one or two things resonated and that you will commit to putting them into practice. Just one or two things. And when you do that one or two thing differently, your life and the lives of those around you might just change forever. All right. Well, enjoy and looking forward to, to talking again next time. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Fruitful Faith Women on Mission podcast. If you love this episode, I would love for you to subscribe. New episodes will automatically show up on your phone when you subscribe. It's super convenient and you'll make sure you never miss a thing. So excited to share more with you soon.